Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This week, I have Shaheem with us. Shaheem, take a second to say hello. Hey, uh, Tony. Good, uh, good to be here. Thank you for having me. Super pumped to have you as well. I uh, can't wait to kick this off with you. I want to find out about your business. I want to find out about your background and the audience could have some solid takeaways. So with that said, let's dive right in. So what is the one word open that you would like to use to kick this off? Amped. I love it. I have to say, no one's ever used that one before. Awesome. Let's, uh, let's talk about your background. So if you could spend a couple minutes, talk about you know, your background, how you got started, and then talk about your company, um, when you had that aha moment, mm -hmm. and you decided to take action and, you know, launch everything and all that good stuff. So go right ahead. For sure, for sure. So uh, my background is just heavily in sales. Um, when I was 20, I actually uh, left school, left university uh, for various different reasons. But, you know, and I started a door to door job. Um, and I did door to door sales for like three years, um, eventually moved into uh, tech sales, then went back to the door to door sales, and then got back into tech sales. So I've kind of been around the block when it comes to like direct face to face SDR, AE, all those things and just have a heavy, heavy sales background. And how we got started um, with Five Rings Marketing, uh, my business, is essentially came to a point where, you know, my, uh, my business partner, um, who, who was also my fiance, um, she had a company called Five Rings Marketing, which is kind of like a side hustle for her. And, you know, she was getting tons of offers from companies that wanted her to work as a salesperson for them. And then so was I. And then one of our friends, they said, they gave us this advice that, hey, why don't you just work for all of them why don't you just open a company and just serve all of the companies that want to hire you so it was, that was like kind of like the aha moment right um and then with that we she actually quit her job and turned her first sorry turned her employer into our first client and then we partnered up on this and kind of started from there so and then yeah and then you know our business we do top of the funnel lead generation for tech companies b2b tech companies and we yeah, that, that's kind of how we got started. That's really great. What an interesting story. Let's shift into wins. So mm -hmm. if you could take a second to share with us a recent win that you encountered in your business and your takeaway from it, what, what would that be? What was that? Yeah, I think so. About six or so months ago, we were facing a lot of um, client churn. And we're still like our businesses, you know, this business has been around for two years now. Um, so that was still like kind of, you know, a year into the business and yeah, we were losing clients. And so we had to really dig in as to, okay, like, what are we doing? Like, why are the clients leaving and how can we not only keep more clients, but also grow sales because sales were becoming stagnant as well. And that is where we learned about something called jobs to be done theory. Uh, not sure if you've heard about that, um, but basically jobs to be done. What it is, is understanding exactly what, what job your customers are hiring you to do. Like ultimately, what is it that they're trying to accomplish? And we did these jobs to be done interviews with our clients and started learning Like you know, initially they'll say, well, you know, what did you uh, hire us for? And they're going to say, oh, sales, right. To help us with sales. Well, but like, what are you trying to accomplish by hiring us with sales? And we started digging into it and started learning that a lot of our clients, like what they're essentially hiring us for is to find 
help them find product market fit, help them test different customer personas. Some of them are looking to help build a repeatable sales cycle so that they can take that to investors and actually raise funds. So once we started learning that, hey, this, these are all the underlying reasons why we're, um, why clients are signing up with us, our whole approach changed, right? We started calling our packages instead of like an all-inclusive package, we call it the go-to-market package because now we're speaking our you know, customer's language. Um, instead of our salespeople selling lead generation, they're selling customer discovery. And by just understanding our clients so much better and understanding their goals, we were able to develop our service packages, our sales pitches around that. And then from there, it just grew. We started closing more deals. And then we also, so that was one thing. And then on the churn side, we ended up understanding our clients and who works best with us. So we don't take on clients that are going to churn, right? We take on clients where we can actually produce results. So kind of those are the two things. And I would say that would be the biggest win recently because that really like put us on like this launch pad to like a lot of recent growth that we've seen in the past few months. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us. Now let's shift to failure. What's a recent failure that you experienced and what was your takeaway from it? A recent failure. Um, I don't know about a, I, I guess like the whole churn thing would be a more recent failure. Um, but I mean, I can talk about other failures that have led up to, you know, kind of doing things more correctly in this company compared to like the things that I've done wrong in the past. Sure. Uh, and so with that, I mean, when I was, when I was doing door to door sales, I was selling HVAC, like furnaces, air conditioners, I was always this independent commission sales rep, but then I was also building sales teams. So I had a company, I would get all these, you know, independent commission only salespeople and I'd contract with a company and do sales for them. And then I'd move on to another company and do the same thing for that, but in the same industry. And what I found was I was in this like crazy cycle of like, I do, I'd start something make a lot of money and then um, just something would happen and things would stop working and, or I, commissions would not get paid. The guys that I was working with would just completely, you know, get screwed over. I would get screwed over. There's like thousands and tens of thousands of dollars in commissions that I'm owed that I'm not going to see. Um, but then not learning from that. And then starting again with another company going through that same cycle up, 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 making money and then just crashing. So there were so many times where I made a lot of money that went broke, made a lot of money that went broke. And it was like the definition of insanity, right? Like Einstein, um, it's like doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And there was a point where I got to where it was literally, I was broke, credit cards maxed out, crazy amount of debt. I'm eating like peanut butter and jelly for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that was like the lowest point. And that's when I was just like, okay, you know, Shaheem, like break out of this cycle. Like we can't keep, can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. I have to make the switch to something else. And then that's when I completely left that industry, everything I knew just left it behind and then switched over to tech sales. And then that's when, you know, stabilized myself to the point where I can actually have a company now and it's sustainable and it's, and it's, you know, growing and, 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 but all those things like taught me a lot of things that are now able to make me make good, to help me make good decisions in my current company. Shaheem, thank you for going so deep. I think we could all appreciate your honesty and we could definitely relate to what you just said. We've all been there. We've all done something similar, but that's 
awesome of you to kind of bring that forth and share that with us. I know that's inspiring to hear. So um, I have a, another deep question for you. Um, when it comes to thought leadership, yeah, I would yeah. love to hear your take on what does, what makes someone a great thought leader? Experience. I think that is the cancer. I think there are so many, you know, like I'm, I'm putting in quotations, like thought leaders out there or gurus out there that haven't done it. Like they haven't been in the trenches and actually done it themselves. So they're not speaking from experience. So I think to be a true thought leader, you have to have experienced it, lived it, learned from it, and then been successful at it, like failed at it and then succeeded at it. And then you, I think you've earned the right to teach others about it. Awesome. Along those lines, let's talk about company culture. Uh, what do you think, what are the ingredients, if you could just share two ingredients, top two ingredients, so to speak, that it's a direct correlation to a company having a great culture? What would that be? What are the two top two things that make up a great culture for a company? Yeah, um, I think one of them is definitely um, providing like having a culture where you trust your employees. And with that, I mean, you know, when you trust your employees, you're not micromanaging them. When you trust them, you, you trust them to just get the work done, right? And then you trust them to also communicate when it's not getting done and kind of have that honest relationship. So I think like, I think, I think um, trust is a huge, uh, trusting your employees is a huge component. And then the number two um, would be transparency. Um, we're very transparent with our employees. I've always been transparent with, you know, we want to have like those big sales teams as to what's going on, why we're doing what we're doing. You know, when things are great, things are great, you know, giving credit where it's due. And when things are not great, kind of, you know, talking about that, addressing why, and, um, obviously blaming ourselves when things are not great. Uh, but yeah, I think transparency and like having that trust in your employees. Awesome. If you had 30 seconds, only 30 seconds, and you're sitting in front of your 21-year-old self, and you could give 30 seconds worth of advice, what would that be? Ready, set, go. I would say manage your money better, for sure. <laughs> like, put, put money aside for rainy days, because you're not, like, when you start making money, it's not going to last forever. Um, and number two is be careful who you trust and who you work with. Like, get better at reading people. Awesome. Um, and he, this is a time that our audience is listening. They're wondering how they can reach out to you and find out more about your company, more information. Please take the time right now to give out your website address, any social yeah. handles that you wish to share. This would be perfect. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, our website is fiveringsmarketing.com, but you can reach me on LinkedIn, Shaheem Alam, um, or just search up Five Rings Marketing on LinkedIn and you can find me there as well. Awesome, Shaheem. Here we are at the end. What's that one word close that you could use to sign off with and tell us why? One word close to sign off with. That's, that's tougher than getting started. Um, I mean, let's, let's go with uh, optimism, optimistic. Uh, and why? Because I think that's, that's how I feel. You know, that's how I feel. I think there's, you know, potential. That's the one word close, potential. Because I see a lot of potential right now for like myself personally as well as professionally. So, yeah. 
awesome. I, I think you inspired me. I see potential just from your energy and, you know, you've inspired me in this interview. And I think a, a lot of people listening are going to feel the same way. So thank you so much for your time. Thanks for taking time to come on here and sharing your gems with us. And I'm looking forward to having you back on here sometime soon. Thank you, Tony. It was great. Uh, great being here. Thank you.